Welcome to the Press Conference Podcast, where we bring you the pressing information nobody asked for. I'm your host, Dave, and I'm here with my co-host, Phil. How's it going, man? Not bad, man. How about you? Doing great. I'm feeling a bit bit worse for wear after a big weekend, but it was totally worth it. Yeah, I'm absolutely crook. Uh, my voice is a bit shot, but we're powering through. Um, and today we're joined back with our first re-returning guest, uh, Webby. Thanks for coming back after being on last week. Hey, no problems. I'm keen to have a uh, good chat about a good weekend. Happy to be back. Yes, we uh, were talking about good things the last few weeks and how you know we were road tripping down to Melbourne, um, had a few gigs um, the night before, and then went to good things. And yeah, I thought we'd, we just thought we'd fucking come back on and why not talk about it? Because I think we had a pretty good weekend. We'll talk about some of the music. Absolutely. What a well, how quickly did it come and go? Like it was a huge day. It was a huge weekend. Like I think I picked up the hire car Wednesday night from Sydney. Um, I set the odometer and the, the speedo um, to track how much driving we did, both kilometers and hours. I think by the end of the weekend, <laughs> when we got back Saturday afternoon, we'd done like 22 hours of driving, Webby. Yeah, um, it was massive. And all in, in like, what's that? Yeah. Two and a half days? <laughs> yeah, most of the driving Thursday and then uh, again Saturday. So that's cooked. Um, how'd we all pull up? Yeah, not bad. I was a bit tight on the drive back, I reckon, the day directly after. Um, I yeah. didn't know if I wanted to sit down for six hours or stand up and, you know, <laughs> get the legs moving. But um, pulled up pretty well today, uh, thankfully. That's good. Yeah, I was pretty rough. I have like blisters <laughs> under like the balls of my feet. My baby, my pinky toes are compl- like bright red. Uh, they're oh, going dude, down. No one wants to hear about your pinky toes. Come on, <laughs> yeah, but they've just been crushed. <laughs> I think s- sneakers will be the go next year if, oh. we, if we do it. And then, um, yeah, just I'm not not even remotely pit fit. And um, I'd have to say, though, the Voltaren got me through. I know you guys will laugh, but that's. Uh, I'll tell you that- what, I mean, I took um, some of that Voltaren on the way home. And my body kind of like transformed. I felt fresh. I felt real good. <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't do anything for my head because um, I was tired. And I, I think Webby drove like five hours on the way back. Absolute lifesaver because I definitely would have driven into oncoming traffic being so tired. But um... yeah. I think there was about 30 seconds between, hey, man, I might fall asleep. Sorry about that. And actually falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there was some time there. I feel I feel for you, Webby, because yeah, I I just was not in the not in the way after the Friday. Um, and I definitely wouldn't have made it back <laughs> if um, if it wasn't for you. Yeah, no, it's always easier with a Coey. Um, so I guess we'll take it back to Thursday morning. So I left mine at about four a.m. Picked you up, Webby. I reckon around seven thirty-eight in Canberra. Yeah, I think we left uh, Canberra at uh, pretty much dead on eight. And then I think we made pretty good time. Like, we fanged it to Melbourne, really. We got to the place by, like, three-ish. Yeah, didn't hit any peak hour, uh, gladly. Slowed down a bit when we got to the city, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, And meanwhile, like, Dave, you were getting ready for your kid's concert, right? Yeah, so I had Harvey's uh, kinder graduation and his end-of-year performance. So they, they wrote, like, a story up. About a um a tea party Chris a tea party birthday crossover where a dragon stole their cake and they had to get it back. 
So Harvey was the uh, the the last performer, and he actually stole the cake back from the the dragon, and said, "Dragon, that's our cake," and then <laughs> stole it back. So it was awesome to see. Is he's, um, he's a he's a shy kid, so uh, I was really surprised that he um, was up to to be on his own up there and and doing all that. So it was really cool to see. Stole the cake and stole the show. It seems. Yeah. It's always good when you see kids make those steps. My oldest is a little shy as well, but you know she gets up and she has a crack at public speaking or assemblies. Yeah. Mm. It's good to see him have a win. Yeah, for sure. I'm so proud of him. Fuck yeah. Um, and while you were doing that, Webby and I, we, um, like our priorities were pretty... Uh, we, we, we had one thing in mind. Let's go to Bay City Burrito in St. Kilda. And get some fucking good Mexican. And, and Webby, first time at Bay City Burrito, what were your thoughts? Oh, yeah, I rate it. It, it nearly uh, took me down, the size of it. Um, but it tasted awesome. We didn't even get the bomber, Dave. Yeah, like, I, I still I can't it. I can't get into it. It was just massive. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> um, obviously, this all leading up to the fact that we had the story so far sideshow in Belgrave that night. Probably wasn't the best call to eat that much. You weren't even the closest. You were possibly the furthest away you could have been from Belgrave and the least direct. <laughs> Which is oh, it's all right. We stopped in at my mum's house. It was good to see her for a bit. Thanks, Webby, for enduring sitting in the kitchen with my with my mum. She was cooking dinner, but I, yeah, had to see mum. It's been a while, so yeah. <laughs> um, so story so far, Belgrave, tiny venue at the Sookie Lounge there. Um, Dave, you met us after AWOL. Yep. Um, or did you catch any AWOL at all? I caught like the last three words he said of the set. Yeah. Yeah. Which um, I thought they were really good, like instrumentally and like their music is like real tight, right? Like, did you, were you guys a fan? Yeah, yeah I thought it sounded awesome. Time. Yeah. Um, definitely thought the energy was a bit weird and maybe it was just having a traditional hardcore band at a pop punk show. Maybe... I think it just felt a bit weird, right? Was that just me? Yeah, it was an odd vibe. I think the the vocalist picked up on it. You know, he tried to throw a couple of lines out there, didn't get much of a response, and he was probably maybe a bit off off it after that. He didn't really move a whole lot, but they still sounded great. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting because no pressure out in Jan and AWOL are also supporting them across the country. Mm. So obviously Parker, I'm assuming Parker Cannon is a fan or else he wouldn't have had them on both tours, right? Um, but yeah, it just felt weird. Like, I think we, Melbourne's got some really good young pop-punk bands that I thought would have been really well-suited to that. But, hey, well, we're good. I'm keen to see them again um, in more of a hardcore setting. But yeah, I thought it was a good way to kick off the uh, the weekend of gigs. For sure. they um, it, the, the crowd was up and about when I got there. So, like, there wasn't many people at the front. There weren't people down the side of Sookie Lounge and... Um, everyone was front and center and there wasn't much of a break between bands either. So the energy kind of was there in a way. And then it just kind of lifted when the story so far kicked off. I had a really weird vibe. I mean, I'm not sure what your, your thoughts were Webby as well, but when we got there, it was kind of like people eating their meals at the front. <laughs> like, yeah. It didn't feel like they were going to stop eating anytime soon. There were like people there with their families and it just was a bit of a weird vibe and, being the night before a festival, and I'm assuming most people at the sideshow were going to the festival. Yeah, you would have assumed so, yeah. 
most of them, if anything. Uh, I thought it was just a really weird vibe. I didn't know where it was going to go. But then when they started, I think, um, I mean, I was impressed. I thought the crowd was really up and about. And it was great. It was a great night. No, definitely. It seemed like 95% of the crowd were there for the story so far. Um, Yeah. Rather than, there was a couple of hardcore kids kicking around in the, you know, the standard uniform. Um, But yeah, everyone was pretty pumped to see him, I reckon. Yeah. Cool venue too. And I know we did the story so far episode two weeks ago. Um, so uh, like you guys both know like how much I love this band and I've seen them plenty of times. It was the first time for both of you. Yeah. First time for me. I hadn't seen them before and then twice in two days. It's not bad. <laughs> I need to know. So what do we, what do we think? I loved it. Um, it was the, all their songs are so, um, so easy to sing along to when you're jumping around. Like it's yeah. that pop punk stuff that just makes you feel good. So when you're jumping around, you're singing along. Like life's good. It was awesome. I thought it was really good. What do you think, Dave? I agree. I think it was really cool to to finally see them to put the uh, the band to the to the sounds or the faces to the faces to the names, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I'd see a little bit more stage presence, but it was quite a small stage, and yeah. we'll, uh, we'll get to that a little bit later. But um, it was really impressive to see one man move a whole pit like you did, Phil. Fuck <laughs> off. Oh, <laughs> um, I was going to say Parker did that, and I'm like, what? <laughs> no, it, wasn't him. it was you. It was, um, it was really impressive because a couple of songs started, and, and you were in there, and literally there was like, a Mexican wave of people just went one way and then you come back past the other way and you're like carrying this whole, like in a bear hug, this big bunch of people well, with you. Well, it was awesome. yeah. I mean, my, my thing is with pit, especially pop punk pits, I feel like that they're, they're made to move. And I don't mean move as in like, I'm just going to fucking push cunts around, right? Like, I don't think that is necessarily what like a pop punk pit, pit used to be anyway, when I was kind of growing up listening to a lot of pop punk feel like it needs to be a bit more like groovy you know like feel the feel the music a bit more yeah. and like no one was really moving everyone was just kind of pushing forward and it was just a bit annoying and i was like stuff it i'm just gonna jump side to side and actually like have a bit of rhythm <laughs> and uh it took me back like every time i see the story so far and like bands like neck deep like the two of my favorite bands in, in the pop punk space i feel like just like i did when i was like a teenager right and Although my body isn't probably the same as it was when I was a teenager, it um it just comes out and yeah, it was um it was sick. Yeah, you were definitely the barometer for the pit, and uh, in a in a good way because I'm the same. I came up through like a, a punk and pop punk kind of um, local scene, and I'm not a big fan of like these shove push pits like nah. that we saw on on Friday, but. Yeah, like once a song starts to get going, you just jump up and down. The, like the crowd just bar- basically carries you. You just kind of gonna let yourself go a little bit, and yeah. Um, yeah, it was awesome to see that again because it's been a while since I've been involved in yeah. a in a pit like that. I appreciate. I wasn't expecting to pit, by the way. I just kind of something came over me, and I'm, I appreciate you guys for picking up my phone. I didn't even know it went flying across the room until I, was <laughs> I didn't like, realize Fuck. it was yours until Dave grabbed yeah. it. <laughs> I was like, "Shit!" And, 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 and I'm glad you're there, Dave, because yeah, I had a bunch of stuff in my pockets, but um, yeah. I did enjoy it. Played... Instead of getting your phone back off him, you just gave him the rest of your shit. <laughs> like I'm going back in. <laughs> well, I was I was kind of like thinking to myself the whole time, like I'm going to get some videos of this show. Like I don't really have 
really any videos of the story so far um, because it's always been like, I'll take a photo, put my phone away because I'm just enjoying it, which is probably the way it should be, right? Yeah. Um, but I was like, you know, I would like to get a moment on my phone that I can kind of refer back to because I'm one of those weirdos that do regularly go back and watch my videos from gigs. Yeah. Um, but that didn't happen. And nor did it really happen the day after. So. Yeah. Yeah, that night I think I got one video and then I got dragged into the pit and stayed there for the rest of the set. Yeah. It was surprising there weren't many phones out. And that was good. also a great mm. part of it. Like, um, yeah. The, you, we saw a few more on Friday, obviously, because the volume of people, but most people there yeah. just to watch the band. I think that's cool. Yeah. I think there's a bit of a shift, I think, especially with the way that kind of videographers and stuff are coming along. Yeah. really helps people not bother with their phones because they're going to have subpar quality when they can go to YouTube. Yeah. Like that one that you posted today, Phil, the, the whole set. Yeah, that was great. The whole set. Yeah. Oh yeah, I sent you a link in the chat. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Right. Oh yeah, we, yeah. Fuck, I forgot about that. We should definitely share that on, yeah. on the feed. People can check that out because it was a really cool video from that set. It was just the stage, um, but it was like, yeah, it sounded great. Yeah, it was good. So you don't have people wobbling around and stuff and singing yeah. in the background yeah. and yeah. So I took a couple on Friday that didn't uh, end up so well because of crowd noise, but um, yeah. I will say that the set list from the Sookie Lounge show felt better than the Stay Gold one the night before. Obviously, they were testing out what they should play for the fest. And although the actual set list from the Sookie Lounge show isn't up on set, set list FM or whatever it's called, um, I'm still going to say it was better. Like, I think it felt better. Webby will yeah. dissecting it on the way up, listening to all their all their songs before the gig. And I was like, ah, that's all right. But they, they smashed it, I think. Yeah. No, it's super tight. Um and they played the encore, Empty Space, which was like sick. Like it honestly felt like they were going to call it. But everyone oh, kinda... yeah. I don't think anyone was going to let that happen. <laughs> well, I thought it was good. Like I don't think I've felt a genuine encore for a while. Yeah. That was one of the first I've had in a while that wasn't kind of, oh, we're going to fucking have a drink. Then we're gonna come so, back. Of course we're going to come back. Yeah. No. Well, the, it definitely felt like, like everyone was trying to keep yeah. them there. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, they got coaxed into it, didn't they? He's like, yeah. oh, I thought we were a band of... What did he say? I thought I thought we were a band of. Um, can't remember what he said, but he commented yeah. on it. So yeah, I can't remember, but it was awesome to see him come back out. Um, anyways, at risk of being a story so far podcast, because <laughs> I could honestly talk about this all day. Let's just get to the. Do we, is there anything you want to talk to before we get to the actual fest? Uh, no, I don't think so. That was a. Uh, yeah, it was it was an awesome gig. A cool venue too. A lot more yeah. um, intimate than what it was the next day. Absolutely. Actually, did want to mention how good was our pre-fest uh, feed on the fr- on the Friday morning. Took you to my my favorite Vietnamese pho pho restaurant, however you want to say it, uh, in Footscray. Webby, first time. What's your thoughts? Yeah, it was so good. Best was, in the world. The best I've had, hundred percent. That's it. That's um, what we want. I thought that much hot liquid was going to do me in, but it settled pretty well. Better than the it settled burrito. really well. Yeah, normally normally it fucks me up a bit, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I've had days where I've had a bowl. Risky when like, you're jumping around all day. <laughs> yeah, but I think it was... It was so, I probably probably sweated it all out, let's be honest. Um, oh, yeah. And we had a good eight was hours like, with it. So, like, we ate at 10. We didn't eat yeah. again until, like, 6.30, almost 7 o'clock. So... Yeah. It had its, really? Like, really? Yeah. Yeah, we ate pretty late, so... No wonder, I, no wonder like, I was absolutely fucked after the, after the day. Like, I was not in a good way. <laughs> um... So the fest started. We got we got there pretty early. Lines were pretty big early as well, which I thought was really cool. Mm. Yeah, 
like we got there to see to the grave at twelve ten. I think we missed maybe ten minutes of the of the set. Yeah. Um, because we were lining up, but it was a heap of people. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, before the bands had even started, it looked like it had half filled up already. And fucking perfect weather too, right? Oh, yeah. awesome day. Absolutely. Like, like I couldn't, I couldn't think of better weather to be honest. No. Like if it was any colder, I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it as much. Yeah, you would have had a. Yeah, no, the temperature right. through the day was good. Yeah. Um, so we got there early. I'm just going to bring up the, the set times and I'll just kind of talk through where we went. Um, I don't know if you guys have it in front of you or not, but we'll, we'll see how we go. Um, so we got to, to the grave at 1210. Um, and that was more for me. I think I was really keen to see them. I've heard a lot of people online talk about them and I thought they sounded really good live. Um, but on the same stage right after we got to kiss Chasey, which is arguably one of the biggest, like we spoke last week on the pod. For you two, especially one of the biggest bands. What were they like for you? I'm keen to hear your stories and your thoughts. I don't think we've actually unpacked it as much. Oh, did you guys hear that? That'd be yeah. thunder. Yeah, that was loud. That was hectic. Oh. <laughs> <Fuck. Whoa. laughs> um, yeah, so Kiss Chasey were unbelievable. I like as soon as um Dudas and Wattos started and Daz from the guitar, I got like goosebumps and just took me back to simpler times, and uh, they were just they were just perfect. I don't know if they could play could have played any better for a band that's been gone for eight years and like practiced for a few weeks and played one show before coming out on stage. But it was like phenomenal. Yeah, it's like they hadn't skipped a beat. Like they were perfect, and um. It was good how many people they got, considering it was a heavy fest uh, festival. As we're in Sydney, a lot of people missed a bit of their set to see uh, Amity, which, for as good as Amity were, is crazy to me. Like, I had to see Kiss Chasey and I had to see the whole set. Um, but it was a good crowd, like a good turnout for them. And they sounded so good. They were super impressive. Um, super impressive. Like, they were probably one of the best-sounding bands of the day. Um and I'm kind of like, I remember when we were first talking about the set times, um, Kiss Chasey at 12.40 didn't feel quite right. I don't know if maybe it's because like not all the punters on the day were going to be our age, right? There were going to be a lot of younger people there. So maybe it made sense. But the fact that they didn't really clash with anyone probably made it better, more enjoyable, less stressful on the day. Definitely. It was just a great way to start the day with that nostalgia hit. Yeah. And not super heavy too. So a good way to kick off the day, I reckon. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it was good. I got it with some friends that I, that I saw through the pit. I know you guys stayed up the front, but it was just, yeah, it was a great way to start the day. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think me and Dave positioned ourselves pretty much two from the barrier and didn't leave. <clears throat> yeah, we were pretty dead centre. And um, I don't know about you, Webby, but I shed a couple of tears in the in the shake. Just uh, it really yep. hit me. I don't know, I don't know why, but... Um, it was just a really good feeling to see him back up there. I hope we. It hopes. Hope it's not the last time we see him, because uh, it'd be a waste. Surely yeah, they definitely. Surely they were not going to waste a comeback like that to be like, like just that. Yeah. And like they announced that sideshow the night, like the week before, pretty like on the day of or something, right? Yeah, the day of. They just the did the what, four hundred or three hundred and fifty pressing of um. United Paper People, yeah. United Paper People. Like, there's good momentum there. They should definitely do some shows. Um, 
and like actually promo it. I think they'd get they'd get some good crowds. I think it'd be good. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be there. And I want to see them play other stuff too. Like it was really good seeing the album in full. And like yep. we spoke afterwards, like I would have loved to to see them play like a single of hymns or something to end the in the gig. I know they ran out of time, but um, I would like to see them play some of those newer songs. It was probably more like hymns is more my kind of record when I think of Kiss Jay Z. Yeah, and I'm like a little bit younger than the two of you, um, so I think that's what I'd be keen to see songs from that. Yeah, I think they definitely looked like they were ready for a. Uh ready for an encore but they were giving each other the you know we got to cut a pan signals so we're praying for a bit of dark side or you know stay awake something for carisposa maybe yeah yeah that's what we're looking for (laughs) that's webby and i's bread and butter yearly stuff um kind of say can you guys continue to hear this thunder yeah yeah it's yeah all i want to do is go seems pretty loud (laughs) like it's it's real loud um which is Before we like, move on from Kiss Chasey, sorry, does yeah. Daz playing all of his parts, the uh, you know, when he'd play the shake and stuff like that, where it's just him, just the guitar, would be so nerve-wracking, especially after that long's pass. Like, if you make a mistake, everyone would hear it. Like, I just found that super impressive. Yeah, it's a good shout. Mm. And there were so many people there too. It wasn't like it was most festivals I've been to when the, when the opener starts. That, that stage was packed. Like, yeah. It was pretty much packed all day. Like from two to grave was pretty busy as well. <laughs> Are you gonna die? To... Yeah, I might, I might, I'm gonna pass it over to, to the next few bands soon. I'm gonna go and have a quick sus. But <laughs> um, yeah, there was a lot of people there. I think I remember you said that on the day where either that was that would have been pretty scary. And he sounded so good, so calm, so cool. Yeah, like yeah, and having fun too, all of them. <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> So after Kiss Chasey, oh. we well, we caught up with you at Thornhill. Yes. And I have mixed feelings about Thornhill. I, I go off and on and I've seen them a couple of times now. I think and what, what, I, what I'm keen to say just before we get into it, David, I want your judgment because I do think there's a bigger combo here about the yeah. overall sound quality throughout the day. Yeah. I don't know if it's targeted to just Thornhill. I think Thornhill, when we saw them, were the band of the day that I was like, fuck's going on like it felt weird yeah um did you guys think the sound of the day was pretty bad like people were saying online i think the levels for me were a bit off so i think they could have lifted they could have adjusted some of the the vocals a little bit higher i couldn't hear him singing at all and that's the same thing with bringing me in parts it actually got better as the day the night went on for for bringing okay. me. i couldn't hear ollie at the start even when we like we're in the pit and i'll we'll get to that later but the the music was great. You could hear lots of cymbals and um, and drums and, and guitars and everything. But um, yeah, vocally, it kind of wasn't crash hot. But then it's it's just it's really interesting. And I know there's like decibel limits that you can have at there, so like the EPA lock it down. So you, like. If they break it, it's like it's like breaking a liquor license. Like they may not be able to put festivals on there. But um, overall, I like I don't have any major complaints. Like I, I think it was fine. Like festival, you've got to worry about like all the people absorbing all the sound, wind, like all that kind of stuff that can be good one day, but it's not great the next. So 
you got to take it as a grain of salt. And if you're there for perfect sound, you, you're kind of in the wrong place, I think. Yeah. Um, I thought Thornhill were the, probably the one. I didn't really notice it as much for other bands. I don't know if it was because we were more in it. But Webby, like, yeah. you were with me in Thornhill most of the time. What were your thoughts of Thornhill's, like, or, like sonically? Yeah, I think they need to be turned up a little bit. Um, Just the sure. vocals, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> and we were pretty um, close, too, because we saw um, Callboy on the same stage from twice as far away, and they yeah, sounded yeah. awesome. Yeah. We're a bit to the side, maybe, for Thornhill. I'm not sure. Like, I mean, festivals are always going to be questionable. There's going to be weather, like wind, yeah. carrying the noise and stuff like that. I get that. But, yeah, I feel like with Thornhill, they're so important, like, vocally. Not that other bands aren't, but definitely Thornhill, like, Jacob needs to shine. And I think when I saw him at Unify and I talked so highly about how good they were, mm. it was because he was, like, on point. Yep. Um, and that was in the middle of nowhere, so maybe they could play it louder. I'm not sure. Yeah. I think they do. They don't have any restriction out there. But what I'll say is like, when I saw them at full tilt in the tent, absolutely phenomenal. Like, yeah, one of the best bands of the day. And, yeah, sometimes the outdoor setting doesn't suit bands, and that's that's fine too. I agree. Um, that was the first row pit we saw of the, uh, of the, of the day, and that kind of pissed me off. Disgusting. Me, yeah, it makes me sound like an old... Like, I've, I've got friends at, um, at work that I talk about it, and they were like, Phil, you sound like a grumpy old man. I'm like, nah, fuck, I hate those things, man. And it even happened in front of me, and I just didn't fucking move. I'm like, well, <laughs> just I, don't, I don't care. Some chick trying to roll into you. <laughs> I was like, I'm not, I'm not moving. I'm, and people around yeah. looking around like, come on, stand with me. <laughs> Luckily, the song was nearly done, so it didn't last that long. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know about these whole gimmicks to try and make yourself get attention by popping into doing stuff in the pit. Like, um, there's those pay- people playing like, um, connect four. The connect four. Yeah. It's only connect just, four. Just hit the pit. Just have a good time. Don't, you don't have to try and get followers or something. It's better than doing Beyblades. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but all in all, I thought Thornhill were, good i wasn't like yeah. over the, really impressed um i joked a lot on the pod dave about they're going to impact my power ranking seeing them live probably hurt them if anything yeah. <laughs> um, Ouch. uh but you know as we we're going to record that episode in a few weeks time so i'll give them some more time because i still think that album's phenomenal it was great seeing like hollywood i think is one of the best songs live i've heard from them yeah and that Hollywood was really good song. on the day um yeah so thornhill after that, After we did that. a bit of a skip around, and we um, yeah. we had a look at Gloom, Gloom in the Corner, which yep. you guys have a bit more history with, but I thought they sounded pretty good, and even though they had some tech issues, I didn't think it was like a, um, didn't ruin the day for me or anything like that, but no. it didn't even ruin their no. set, to be honest, because he just, no. is it Mikey, the, yeah. the singer? He's like, yeah, we got tech issues, let's let's do it. Sing it with me. Yeah, that was yeah. sick. Yeah. I, I was really impressed by that. Yeah. They got on top of it pretty quick. Um, yeah, when they get going, they're, they're really good. I was going to say, Webby, I know you've seen them a few times and you're saying that it seems to be a recurring thing and even Mikey on stage joked about it that the tech issues are there. It wouldn't um, be a gloom show without them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But once they got going, it was like elite. Like they sounded real tight. Yeah. Yeah, same thing when I saw them at Crowbar. They had the tech issues and then once they fixed it, they were fucking they were good. They were good to go. I can't wait to see them again. Yeah, 
yeah, you got yeah, an indoor venue like Crowbar or something like that. It's like perfect. They piqued my interest, so I'm going to um, put some time into them because I haven't really listened to them. I don't know if, if I had the wrong idea about them or, or something, but um, yeah, they haven't really been on my radar. That album grows on every listen, I think. I think it came out in like a week or a few weeks where there was just so much dropping. Yeah. Um, but every time I listen to it, I'm like, fuck, I need to listen to this again and again and again. Um, I'll try and pick up their vinyl in the new year because I think it's that good. Um, yeah, they're great. Nice. It's a great album. I think a lot of people can get turned off by the, the whole story stuff that they do, but it seems to be that you can engage with as much or as little of that as being you can. A, being a nerd like, is cool in 2022. 100%. <laughs> um, so fucking, like, listen to, listen to it. It's good shit. Um, so we kind after of missed, that, we messed yeah. around with, like, the merch lines and stuff for a little bit after we saw Gloom. And, I thought uh, the lines were fucked. Lines yeah, are just pretty, long all day everywhere, which is fine. There's like 35,000, 40,000 people. It's nuts. Yeah. We were going to want to eat and get merch at the same time. So we kind of bailed on that and got ready for, for Electric Callboy. Ooh, they were good. They were really good. Really tight. Yeah. Like, I want to just listen to just them now <laughs> forever. Like, I was, I was a singles person. I knew their songs not well. But yep. holy shit, they were arguably the winners of the week, the winners of the day. And one of the biggest crowds uh, up to that point that day. Oh, like 100%. massive. Yeah. And that's the other oh. thing compared, to, like we were, yeah, as you said, we were like twice as far back, like under the big tree next to the. We were ages there. back for that. I was like, this yeah. is gonna suck. Yeah, like, there were ants on. There were ants on the stage, basically, and. That sound carried, although I must admit their their sound is a little bit less complex than Thornhills in like in what they're actually doing. So maybe that has something to do with the sound. But like their EDM stuff was pumping. Like the mm. they they're a very drum heavy band, drum and synth. I think or I feel. I think it was really one of the first times of the day as well that we heard like a crowd really sing with them with the yeah. band. Yeah. And you were like, fuck, like the energy was up, it felt good, they were singing with the band, just nuts. It was like um, 100 metres of hands up in the air when they were yeah. playing. Yeah. Um, that was a really, I think that was a really special set, and I think they're going to come back again, and when they come back, I'll go uh, for sure. Like, yeah. they, they were awesome. And I'm definitely going to get into their older stuff, and then your stuff, and just all their music, like, after that. Which... I think it's one of the cool things about festivals, right? Is that you can see all these bands and kind of like just pick up here and there what you want. Yeah. yeah I saw sure. a bit of, I saw a bit of talk about, um, about people complaining about festivals and all this kind of stuff and how people treat them as like local shows. So you just wait until your favorite band and all that kind of stuff. I think that, oh, that's not how I approach them. I like try and see as much as I can out of the day. And if you go and see a band that you're a bit half, half on, a bit cold on potentially, they can change you change the game for you. It's like support yeah. acts at local gigs. You should always go and support them because your favorite band might be playing. You just don't know it, and I think that's um, it's something that people forget. They're like, oh, we're just gonna I'm gonna turn up at eight o'clock and go and watch Bring Me the Horizon, and then go home. Like I, d- I don't mm. think it's in the spirit of of the festival. Yeah, so you're gonna. Well, I don't think that? there was a gap. 
Sorry, you go, baby. <laughs> I don't think there was much of a gap in the day where there wasn't something I wanted to see was the yeah. problem. <laughs> yeah. I think we are very spoiled. I, I think mm. we have been really spoiled in Australia because when a festival does come over, especially in like the old side of things and like the heavier side of things, I think um, generally most people are pretty spoiled with what they've got, right? Yeah. And I think through COVID, there's been a lot more local bands on things. Like I think Unify, for example, Full Tilt, more local, you know, this as well did have a lot of local bands on it throughout the day. I don't know if we've just gotten a bit complacent. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. But I think it's great. It's just a great time to hang out with your mates and just go see all the bands. And like, if you're not, if you're not doing anything, you're sitting around eating food, having a drink, just fucking doing whatever. Like that's almost just as fun as seeing the band themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So we rushed off after Electric Callboy. I think you stopped... You slowed us down a little bit, getting some beers in the beer tent. Yeah, I was going to say this. In in hindsight, I'm like, yeah, fuck, maybe we would have had a better spot if I didn't get a beer (laughs) for Amity. (laughs) Um, So I apologize for that. But um, how good were Amity? So good. From as soon as they started. um, We were were off to the side, but I think the sound for Amity was still really good. I thought when we got there, right, the sound was crap from the back. So similar kind of positioning where we were for Callboy yep. in relation to that stage. We will yep. probably start at a similar place for Amity where, like, in regards to how far away we were, you know, in the, the spacing of where we were standing in regards to where the front of the stage was. But as we got closer, it was almost like we were chasing sound. And I think yeah. we got to a really good spot. They were like, fuck, this sounds good. Yep. The crowd's fine. They were, they were really good live, hey? So okay. good. I remember when Aaron first did his, you know, did his first scream. We just yeah. looked at each other like, "Fuck yeah!" I know because I, I, after like, seeing the I was like, "Fuck, this guy is back!" Like I haven't heard him like yeah. this in a long time. Went to their show. We spoke about that last week, and then yeah, I was like, "That is fucking great." <laughs> It'd been a long time since I've seen them as well. I think the last time I saw them was when they may have played the Walk Tour, like a long time ago, like ages ago, twenty twelve, tw- maybe ten years. Um, and they're really impressive. Like just the way they're kind of forming some of their older songs, like Chasing Ghosts kind of, they kind of morph their sound a little bit to kind of make it sound like one of the new songs. I thought like it's yeah, musically, instrumentally, they're kind of being able to carry some of their older, um, nostalgia through with a newer kind of sound. And I think that's a pretty hard thing to do, especially when they've got such a pretty, such a big catalog and, they also played Shine On, which is like, I know it's a staple of their set, but that's probably my favourite Amity song. So it was awesome to see that live. So good. Not to mention the new song. Um, fuck, that slapped live. Yeah. yeah. And well, I was super impressed. Yeah. What, the week before? Well, a couple of days before. People were singing it. So People, everyone lucky. was like singing yeah. it, dude. It was like, I took a step back. Like, and I know the lyrics aren't too hard to like, you know, the chorus, the crowd chants, all that stuff. But I was took a step back and I was like, wow, this is pretty special that they dropped this two days ago and the crowd were going absolutely nuts for it. Yeah. Yeah. They've got a huge dedicated fan base. Like you, there's not many people, there's a, there's like a love hate thing with that. as we all know, like people love to hate them, but people love to love them as well. Like they have a huge dedicated fan base that like do stuff like this. And it's, yeah, it's so good to see because they're like local staple, I would say of, of our scene. Well, 
I joined an Amity fan club on Facebook this week <laughs> because I, I've always heard stories about how, you know, crazy and ridiculous some of these like American fans are of, um, of Amity. And I wanted to join the group and kind of have a look at what they were doing. And so many people were posting from Australia good things across the weekend. And just like the amount of people going absolutely nuts for it, that was real special. I know we spoke about, you know, Polaris, which we'll get to as well. We spoke to Polaris, but where they stack up in the scene at the moment, and we said they could be like as big as North Lane or, or Amity or something like that. I don't know. Amity is still maybe a cut above everyone and that they probably will continue yeah. to be because that kind of, I was like, shit, they're so good. Like they own that stage. Yeah. It's longevity. Like you can't match longevity. Like Polaris have got two albums out and they've got a good trajectory. And I, like, I don't doubt that they'll become that big band, but you've got, you got to compete with like just being in the scene for such a long time. Just have that yeah. loyal, those loyal fans. Yeah. So this was a bit of a, a bit of a take a step back moment for the for the festival for us. I think we took it pretty easy from here on out. I think we watched like half a good, like a bit of a Gojira song, yeah. um, and then we kind of went and got food, right, and kind of tried to do the merch thing again, got a drink, um, and it was just probably like a good time for us because I think, well, for me anyway, I was I don't want to get too like sappy, but it was just nice sitting down, like we had our food. Beatbox Kitchen, the best food truck at any festival, in my opinion. Great fucking burgers. Um, but it just kind of, I sat back and I said to you, Dave, like, how good is the scene? Like, look how big it is. We, we we live on this, like, corner of it online, right? And, like, we see however many people are on there, but it's massive. And it was kind of like a really nice moment to sit back and just look at people watch and just, fuck, how good was it? I, I really enjoyed that part of the day. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I love people watching. So like, it's just good to see, see how people tick and, and what they're doing and, and just kind of soaking it all in. And and it's a good way to recharge as well without actually just sitting down and just like looking around or watching a band. Like you can just watch people and, and kind of yeah. see, see what they're up to. And, and like, we saw people like us, we saw really young people, we saw... We saw what two old ladies in like walking frames in tis and t-shirts walk past us at one point. And I don't <laughs> yeah. think they were doing it ironically. I think they were no, actually. They were literally on death's door. And I was just like, fuck, this is so good. Like, it's yeah. just, it's perfect. People talk about how diverse the lineup was in regards to little niches of the of the old scene, but it was just perfect. And I think it was just a really nice moment. Like we spoke to a few people that sat on our table while we ate. I didn't really engage because I was like dying. <laughs> like I think my, yeah. I was like exhausted. I, I couldn't be bothered, but it was just nice kind of being around that. Um, yeah. Before the end of the day. I agree. That was awesome. Cool. Anyways, <laughs> then we had like pretty much the main event for the rest of the night. Right. So yeah. Started no effects and watched maybe half their set. Do we think? Not even. Yeah. Third. Probably. Th- yeah. Four, four songs. songs. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty good. I love the banter. Oh, yeah. The, the prison pussy joke and, and all that kind yeah. of stuff. It's just staples of their um their set. And um yeah, we decided to see Polaris after that. Yeah. I did have a laugh at no effects because apparently uh, they were getting asked about playing all of Punk and Drublick in full and <laughs> Fat Mike just said, Yeah, that's what our management's fed, but I'm not fucking doing that. Yeah. <laughs> So and even playing. as they went through, they were just like, oh, and here's the next song off the album as we're contractually obligated to yeah. do so. Franklin <laughs> said, like, this next song sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they were pretty funny, but I reckon I had to 
no effects. It was cool to see, but um, yeah, Polaris is a band I enjoy more. So I said, you know, let's go to Polaris. That's what I want to see. Yeah. And they actually played the album out of order. So they played every song. They yeah. played out of order, so, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. If I ever see a band on an album tour and they do, they do that, I'm going to like... I'm not going to do anything because I'm no. like, what am I going to do? But deep down, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, fucking, I've got my fist up. But I think you are all, like, you expect that from NoFX. Like, you wouldn't expect yeah. like the yeah. Deep or someone like that to do it. They're just Well, I heard a couple of people say, like, oh, Kiss Chasey finishing on Black Dress, you know, it was a bit of a sort of low point to, or a quiet point said, to, to finish on sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember who it was. It was a long day. But now... Um, but yeah, playing that the album out of order would have been a bit whack. It makes sense they would have had something like you know spray on pants or something. Well, that's what um, I thought. At they the, at the end, of the set. thing at the end to be like, let's go because um, yeah, yeah. Um, so, what do you think of Polaris when we got there, Ruby? Yeah, I thought they sounded great. Like I saw them earlier in the year, and they sounded just as good. The mix seemed good. Um, yeah, they're always fucking top notch. Yeah, what do you reckon? I thought they were good. I mean, we spoke last week about what I, what I thought they were like live because vocally when I saw them when the death of me had just come out and mind you at that point, they toured for like fucking eight years flat. Um, yeah. And then the album came out and it was like, they were still touring all the time. I felt like Jamie was a bit cooked with his voice, but he sounded on point. Like I was really impressed with how good they sounded. Especially when where we were standing, like we were on the opposite, we were at the, the, like far story so far stage yeah yeah of stage four like that they were pumping and jamie was having a crack too like we'll talk about it next but like some some acts just gonna we're a bit stagnant but he was like giving it 110 percent wait what are you talking about we're going to talk about it next dave talk about (laughs) something next the fuck is wrong with you (laughs) um is there anything else you want to say about polaris webby I know they're one of your one of your bands. Um, I thought it was sick, and everyone went off their nut for the remedy. Off, right? Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, so good. Hopefully, we get a tour soon. I feel like they've. I know they did that tour. They got kind of postponed, right? Like once or twice. Was that their last one? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they had two happen at the same time. They had the uh, Death of Me tour, and then that other. I think it was like a regional or an East Coast run at the uh, same time. Right. When they played at the Roundhouse, they played the other tour the night before in Wollongong. Okay. Well, hopefully they do a show soon because I wouldn't mind seeing them again now. Definitely. So the next band was The Story So Far, which, again, I was so keen for. I was still like, even though we saw them night before, it was one of the main bands I wanted to see. I guess I'll just throw it to you, Dave. You've got some bad things to say. Go ahead. (laughs) I'm really big bad things to say. Um, I just wanted to expand on what I was like kind of hoping for from a from oh uh, yeah yeah I know what you're gonna say yeah a staple of a pop punk era um and I just had some cardboard cutouts on stage I don't know it was just just do a jump or something or like just move left to right just like instead of just standing there looking at your guitar like it was just a that that part of it I wasn't about but the rest of it they bought it musically and, and lyrically and the crowd were up, up and about and I disappeared for a little bit in the in the pit and then popped up out of nowhere. Did and... you fall over in that pit or did you fall over and bring me? I can't remember which one it was. Both. Oh, 
I remember that I remember that you fell over at one point. It was because something like was crowd surfing and I yeah. was like, Dave, I could see you across the pit. I'm like, Dave's gonna get taken out the next minute you're on the ground. <laughs> Poor bloke. Yeah, some guy like bigger than Webby came over the top and no one said anything and he just landed right on the back of my neck. Yeah. And I just crumbled like like three day old bread and um and they just couldn't get up because another guy come across and landed on top of him and then I got up and then another guy fucking hit me. It was like yeah. I was caught in a in in a surf beach. But um Is that when your leg got fucked up as well? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, how's the cut? Yeah, it's it's fine. Battle scars, look at you. Yeah. That's yeah. hot. <laughs> yeah, so we got back to the got back to the house and, and Moby goes, What happened to your leg? And I had all this blood down the the side yeah. of my leg. A nice little gash from someone Doc Martin eyelid or something. <laughs> um, what do you think, Webby, of the whole stage presence thing? Yeah, it would have been cool if they jumped around a bit more, but like when they're getting into it, half the time you don't notice because we were like yeah. fucking dragging each other into circle pits and shit. I thought the pit like, was really fun. Like that was probably yeah. the point of the day. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. And I was yeah. always was, I was having so fun. Far. Yeah. So this is really good. I think we did, we tried to get you up to crowd surf at the end, Webby, and you're like, no, I want to fucking see what, I want to listen to it properly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I knew quicksand was coming. I was like, fuck, I want to be in here for quicksand. <laughs> Yeah, especially towards the end, I think everyone knew it was wrapping up, and everyone was getting put up. Yeah, like Dave said, you just cut a foot to the back of the head, and you're like, "Oh, fuck!" It was that. pretty good. Like it was a good energy. I think everyone, like I love pits, and we talk about pits in the scene. That everyone's really looking after each other. And although there are things that come out of the Bring Me Pit later that we can talk to later, oh, I felt that story so far. Pit was really kind of good. Everyone was helping each other out. Yeah. There were people next to me being like, "Well, I want, I want to. We got to go back to a shift." I just wanted to come and yeah. see a story so far. Can you just get me up so I can get out? Because <laughs> it's quicker than walking through the crowd. Yeah. Yep. Like, Fuck, this is so good. Everyone's just yeah, having a good time. Everyone's just randos will look at you and be like, can you get me up? Yep. Yeah. Everyone um, was on the same level. And I think that yeah. was awesome. And that that's that's the band though, isn't it? Everyone is there. They have good expectations. Yep. They want to. They just want to be able to pit and see the band and be in a good spot and not get messed up. So I yeah, will say... Um, I'm interested you said that, Dave, because from my point of view, that was probably the most lively I've seen a story so far in years. <laughs> so um, we said it briefly on the pod. Obviously, there was a lot of issues with them early. Yeah. Um, and really, like I said, when the story so far came out, that's when they really started dying it back. He had like, you know, a bit more of the fucking Oasis haircut. He was just chilling on stage, hands behind his back, kind of singing. And I was kind of okay with it because like the pit still went pretty hard and everyone was having a good time. Um, when the proper dose came out and I was like, fuck, here we go. He's going to be even more like Oasis. Um, he was like that live, like both of those tours, he was like that. And then this tour, like, even though he was kind of like not doing much and it was like, I think I made the joke. It's like a Fortnite emoji, like Fortnite dance. Like he, someone presses a button. He just does like put his hand up. (laughs) Someone presses another button and he's like crossing his hands. And I'm like, it just felt really kind of robotic. Yeah. But that was the most I'd seen him do in a long time. So I was really stoked with it. Um, okay. I, had a, I had a hell of a time. I didn't realize that, but I'm so glad we saw them for the second time yeah. because, um, yeah, the set just went off, I think. I think they were better at the festival than they were at Sookie Lounge for me. And um, Oh, yeah, I think so too. I think sound-wise sound they were better, energy was better, yeah. the crowd was bigger. It felt right. Mm. It was so good. See how much he moves for no pressure. Oh, I reckon the pressure's going to be interesting. Yeah. That's more like I jump mean, around like early day. Like it's, yeah. 
I'd hope like the Lansdowne is where they're playing in Sydney, and I I can't, I can't picture them there. <laughs> like the stage is tiny. He's probably gonna like walk out into the walk out in the pit and just start singing there. I reckon. Like I can't. Yeah, I can't wait. It's gonna be good. So the story's so far wrapped up, and we kind of caught a little bit of regurgitated who, regurgitator who sounded really tight from what I heard. And we were like, who is this band? And like, come out dressed up in yellow leather. So yeah. Pretty, yeah, the jumpsuits. Pretty impressive. But then we quickly yeah. made our way over to um, to see the end of Deftones. Well, I think the message, the moral of the story is the crowds were fucked all day. Yeah. And yeah. we knew we weren't going to get close for Bring Me until like unless we got there early and the story so far finished what an hour half an hour yeah yeah half, half an, an hour, hour we half said an hour we'll go as soon in. as we can to get a good spot yeah it was um, still impossible <laughs> and poor webby I, I see you webby i see you like frantically like oh do we go to the pit now and i'm like yeah we'll go we'll go we'll go <laughs> and then we get we get in and you're like do you reckon we can go in further and i'm like webby it's gonna open up and i can see you just looking around and like people moves <laughs> and you take a step forward and i'm like fuck webby relax we're gonna get in there <laughs> And we got in there. <laughs> yeah. So I, And um, yeah, what do we were, think? The guys next to me were actually chomping at the bit as well. So we saw the, the, the back end of Deftones and we probably witnessed what I experienced with Bring Me where we couldn't actually hear Chino singing. And people were like, yeah. oh, Deftones this, Deftones that. But um, the people who were like dead center were fine. Um, but I was talking to a couple of guys and they're like, oh, we've got to get past. And we had this gatekeeper with his old slicked up fringe trying to gate fuck that dude man he was angry looking around like he was looking at us like yeah i was like i'm not gonna try and go in any we try to talk to him just to become friends with him or just kind of just get him on side and these other guys try to go around the other side and he had a crack at them and i said guys they'll play two notes and there'll be the biggest gap the biggest run you'll you'll see like it'll just the seal part and that's exactly what happened. They played like three notes. This gap opened up, and we we're in this rip that went straight to yeah. the to the middle of the pit. And um, it was amazing. I haven't felt pressure like that in a in a crowd for a, a long time since my Soundwave days. I think. No, it was insane. You weren't making yourself move. You were just doing whatever the pit decided you should do. Yeah. And if you it resisted, you'd so hurt yourself. Tight. Yeah, if you resisted, you'd hurt yourself. Yeah, which we saw a few times. I was yeah. like, "What are you trying to do?" Like people like pushing back, and I'm like, "Bro, they're pushing me," and I'm like, w- "With the wave." Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, "You're not stopping me, man." Like, there's hundreds of people in front of me, thousands of people in front of me pushing me. Yeah, I'm like, "Just come with me, dude. We're gonna have fun. We're gonna go back in. <laughs> like, yeah. just find a spot that works. Stupid fucking circle pits are gonna open up, and just walk to the front. I reckon I walked to the front of the circle pit, like." 10 times through that set because I'm like, yeah, I don't want to be back here. Like, I don't you know what I mean, <laughs> but people were like really defensive of their space. And I was like, come on, like grow up. Yeah. Like it's a bring me pit, Red festival to headliner. Yeah. Well, there would have been 20,000 people there. So you, you, you're thinking like 10 of those are trying to push forward to try and get a better view to get closer. You're just compressing everyone at the front. And that's what I, yeah. I experienced straight away. I like got through what one and a half songs, maybe two songs. And I yep. was like, my second, my second hit of Voltaren was wearing off. <laughs> I was, I just, I leaned over to Phil. I'm like, I'm not going to last any much longer in here because I was just, I was just getting old and irritable. <laughs> just, I wanted to enjoy the band as well. So, 
um, an opportunity came along where two um, two people, the girl was like in tears because I think she got crushed to death almost. And it was like so crowd was, control. Yeah, I had my arm up. They're yeah. walking through, and I'm like, "Dave, go with them, go with them." Yeah. <laughs> and we literally parted the sea, and then we were trying to get out, and this girl was still crying. She actually got more hysterical like the closer we got to the edge because I oh, really? thought she thought the people, the sea of people would just never end. And then the girl, the girl in front of me stopped for some reason. Then I was like, excuse me. And she's throwing elbows at me because I was in her personal space with my forearms and man, people were on edge and that was just a big day. But, um, I mm. found a good spot near the VIPs and, and, um, yeah, enjoyed the set. And sound wise, you were, you said it was pretty poor at the start, but it got better. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't hear Ollie, but by the, by the end, like, um, it just sounded great. And I could hear hear everything. There was a lot of crowd noise, but then again, we've got, like, a lot, a ton of people around. Like, you know yeah. how you're going to drown that out. And, um, yeah, I've still got Parasite Eve stuck in my head. Um, they, were, they were the best, like... I say that they're arguably my favorite band outside of my chem. And probably when I say that it's because my chem kind of stopped being active for so long. So I always kind of say that of, since then it's been bring me and, um, they were awesome. Like, fuck, they're so tight. The visuals at the start, epic, um, how they started epic they how they took breaks in between songs. You know, they had, they had a visual for it. Like it was very planned out. And, you know, one of the negatives I have is that Nova twins didn't come and play one by one. They were there, like fucking play the song. But at the end, we we're like, it made sense. They must have already had all their visuals sorted. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, the set list and everything. One thing um, I, did, but the, I did see was the timing of the visuals, like the the words on the screen for the choruses, like being oh. able to time that stuff. And I'm sure it's just a button on the computer or something. But well, they've got a team that would do all that shit, right? Yeah. Like, but if it's pre-recorded, like if it's just one visual, they press play and they're just playing to a time to be able to time that stuff. Yeah. Is incredible. Yeah. Um, absolutely unreal. And I think one thing I, I saw that, um, one thing I saw that was really impressive, well, not impressive, one thing that I saw that made me really happy was just how happy they were. Yeah. yeah. And I think like when Ollie went down, when he was playing, was it Drown? And he was walking through the crowd, holding everyone's hands. And yeah, I mean, I was trying to keep myself afloat in the pit, <laughs> but I could see on the screen <laughs> what he was doing and that was good. And then afterwards, um, you could see Fish. His face was just so happy. And I spoke. I, th- I think I've spoken about Fish to you guys like all weekend about how he's yeah. just like this genius that needs more credit. Um, and I was just like, he looks so happy, and everyone looked happy. And I'm like, this is what it's about. I had a moment. I was really happy. Um, definitely a moment of the year for me. I think. Yeah, definitely. It was. It was so much fun in there, despite how many people there were, and all those new songs went off. They were so good and easy to like, like the whole crowd singing like every word. Oh, every word. And there was this moments where like in the pit, we talk about everyone was dying, right? And everyone was trying to stay afloat. Yeah. And there were people in there who were, like I said, angry and wanted their personal space. And they made, like yep. it probably ruined the day for them, to be honest. They were so wanting to just be like, this is my space. Leave me alone. Yeah. Where there were other you people that that. Were around me and they were like arms were around each other. We're all yeah. soaking wet head to toe. We're like screaming oh, yeah. to, to each it other. It was so hot. <laughs> Oh, it was I, I was wet head to toe. Like it was yeah. it was it was gross. Um and it was just so good to be with like the people yeah. that love that stuff and yeah, it was great. Yeah. Man, everything was so tight and like 
packed in in that pit that like I'd just like turn to someone random that was next to me get knocked over and they'd just be like oh man you good and I'm like yeah dude you good and you fucking pick each other up yeah. and you crack on and pray you see your mates when it finishes <laughs> well, I'm walking around the pit afterwards being like Webby like, <laughs> yeah, 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 we did yeah, say we yeah. had a meeting spot but I'm like surely Webby's like being like just basking in this it was it was pretty crazy and at the end there were people like I lost my wallet but I think it opened up because I've got like all my bank cards here and oh, my ID yeah. is over here and I can't find my purse and I'm like fuck poor, poor girl <laughs> yeah if you lost a phone in that it wasn't coming back no Talking about lost things, though, I forgot that it wasn't in Bring Me, but in the story so far, you lost your hat. <laughs> yeah, hat got yeeted. Um, you bought that but hat of the day. Well. There was that person that lost, like, what, a whole wallet? Yeah. All the cards. Yeah. Like, there would have been stuff that got lost and never seen again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just a hat. sea of cups and cups and okay. yeah. um, merch and shit when everyone left. I wouldn't have wanted to fucking clean that up. Oh, God, no. Um, no. Nah. I did just want to say, in regards to Bring Me's actual set, we heard like I think five or six songs of their of their newer songs. Yeah, maybe even seven. I was we're looking it up on the way home. Maybe I can't remember what it was, but their new songs and and we said I said this about Ammo when they when they played them live, it made sense with the rest of their stuff. Like it worked. Yeah, and their new stuff is just like Chef's Kiss, perfect. Yeah, uh, and so live good. they're just so much heavier than I was expecting. Um, so good. They're the best band in the world. Best band in our scene. Biggest band in our scene, I reckon. Yeah, yeah definitely. Hopefully they come back next year. I'll They'll be back. back. Yeah. Um, one more thing I want to say about Bring Me. Sorry, I know <laughs> this pod's at 58 minutes <laughs> at the moment. And we've gone a lot more than what we thought. But um, <laughs> on the way, like, Ollie made a comment that he loves Australia and they love Australia because we made the number yeah. one. When we were driving home, Dave, Webby and I were looking at this and... We got them number one. At what record do you think? So it was the first number one record he said was in Australia. Probably Suicide Season. Oh, fucking. All right. That's was a it? bit far back. It was There's a Hell. Thanks, okay. Dave, for making me anticlimactic. But... Oh, okay. <laughs> I would have thought it would be like That's the Spirit or something. That's the Spirit, exactly. So something more broadly appealing. Um, we were their first number one around the world, and it was for That's a Spirit. Ah, oh, That's a Spirit. Fuck yeah. <laughs> there's a There's a Hell. <laughs> And I think that blew my mind that they've been number one every since every album since they've been number one. On, they've debuted at number one on the Australian charts. Yep. And um, nowhere else in the world have they done that for that long. Um, yeah, so paternal. Yeah. Um, that's the spirit and ammo all number one as well. It kind of pisses me off they don't come back more. Then, <laughs> fucking, we should get to us twice a year. It's just not economic for them. It's not worth it for them no, to I fly get everything out for five shows. They come out for three shows, but I'm happy for them to come and do like a, a residency at like fucking Crowbar. Make your money there. You don't need any fucking visuals, no props. Just come and play some songs, and I'll be there every just, night. Just you there. The chicken thirty-two really day there. regional run. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy the season pass. I'll be there every day. <laughs> New um, owner of the Crowbar, Philip Cornier. <laughs> yeah, has signed Bring Me the Horizon for residency. <laughs> residency. <laughs> Tickets are four hundred dollars oh, each. <laughs> People will buy them too. The amount of money I'd pay to see you bring me in a, in a room like that would probably exceed four hundred bucks for sure. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, but after that, I think we lied out on the grass at Good Things for like twenty minutes. I think yeah. I was going to die. <laughs> Honestly, felt like I was going to pass out. Um, it would have been taxing in there. I don't think I sweated more than I did in that no. pit. 
It felt so hot. There was no breeze. There was no let up until the set ended. No. You walked out. You just look at the they... sky and hopefully you get some fresh air. There were some <laughs> moments when the pit opened up and the breeze came through. Webby, could you feel that? Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. This You're is like, hell yeah. And then it tightens up again. Yeah, everyone tightened <laughs> up. Um, yep. Yeah, my head was like absolutely like pounding. Um, I, I felt like my muscles were going to just like explode. And then we walked home like three kilometers or something. <laughs> yeah. well, we're not paying service. 30 bucks for an Uber. We'll just walk. <laughs> yeah. Famous last words. I fucking. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm at the back of the pack. You guys are taking charge. And I'm like, oh, I got this. Just keep going. Make sure you stay close. But yeah, lined up a couple of servos that were closed. So we had to do an extra K to get some drinks, which we'll yeah, we had to do an extra lap. Get some, get some Powerade. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have made it home if I didn't have them, I think. I would have pulled over yeah. and slept in my car. Yeah. <laughs> I think I had a shower. Like, so Davey left, I got in the shower, and then I'm like to Webby, I'm going to bed. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I was out like that. Um, yeah. I, was, I was destroyed. Even the next day, I felt like I had a hangover, but it wasn't a hangover because no, just I didn't drink that much. Heat, and, sweat. Yeah. Exhaustion. Yeah. Yeah. And we had yeah massive drives the day before, late night the day before, yeah. night before. Massive day. I think I said to you guys, three hours in, I was like, fuck, we still got six more hours. Let's <laughs> yeah. do this. <laughs> yeah. right, we got some cheeky. We got Maccas and Kafers on the way home. Maybe it was good. Yeah. Oh, very good. Uh, yeah. Crazy. Crazy weekend. Crazy few days, mm. actually. Um, yeah, absolutely. Get some excited for all the gigs next year. And I know Unify's not happen- happening, which kind of bums me out, but... Um, we've got not first in March, so hopefully it's good weather for that because I just need another repeat of this last week and everything will be good. Mm. We made the pact, so Sydney next year. Yes, sir. Yep. I will not be driving, just to let you know. No, you have to dr- drive there. So you get, you get <laughs> it's tradition. You have to go to bed at 1am the night before. You have to wake <laughs> yeah. up at 4am and then you have to drive to Sydney. And then we're yeah. going to take you somewhere crazy, like yeah. another hour and a half away from the uh, apartment. <laughs> yeah. We'll yeah, we'll go to a Wollongong right go- show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll get a limo up. That's what I'll be doing. Oh, fucking please. <laughs> but you know what hurt us as well, Webby, is that we had a car that didn't have cruise control. So like, Oh, yeah. You really, Such a killer. you really had to concentrate like the whole way. There's an auto too, so like, why wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah that's, that's weird. You should have grabbed the brick from somewhere. Put on the yeah. <laughs> um, That would have been killer, actually. Yeah, it was killer. That's why my leg's cramping up. But mm. what do you do? Yeah. Um, before we wrap up, favorite band of the weekend or favorite, favorite band or favorite moment of the weekend? What do we got? Uh, for me, it was Kiss Chasey. It was so long since the last one. And who knows how long it'll be until the next one. And that album for me is like the Kiss JC album. So like front to back played like they hadn't skipped a beat. Like yeah. it was the best. And then like bring me was a highlight. Yeah. Being in that pit and seeing that production, the stage presence and all those songs was so cool. Dave. Kiss JC probably number one for me. Um, bring me as well. Um, I remember talking to you, Phil, how I hadn't really clicked with the um, with the EP since it came out. I don't know, mm-hmm. it might have been just a bad time or something. 
But um, I've actually listened to that like two or three times through <laughs> since seeing them. Lovely. And like we, you always talk about how seeing a band live can change your mind. And mm-hmm. like I've been a fan of them, but I think they've probably gone up a couple of notches for me. That's the uh, well. There's no surprise there, really, is there? No. Like, they're that good. And I hadn't actually seen them before. Yeah. Um, and like the story so far, was just just as good. But uh, yeah. Electric Callboy are going to be my surprise packet from the weekend. I think they mm-hmm, were. I agree. I think they were yep. up there as one Definitely. of the the best all round, like best all rounders. So like on stage sound, crowd engagement, crowd going nuts, reaction, like, yeah, yeah, crowd reaction. I think they're like up there, probably second with with uh, Bring Me from what I saw. Yeah, I think mine would be Bring Me would probably be the best. Like they like I said enough about them. But I think moments wise, I think uh, seeing Story So Far open with Rome on Friday, we knew it was coming because they did it the night before, and I was just like, "All right, let's go." And it was just probably one of the best moments I've had in a long time. Um, yeah. And kind of coming full circle from when I first saw them live. Like we spoke to on the pod the other week, Dave, for that album. It just took me back and, yeah, that's got to be my moment of the weekend. Um, but Electric Callboy, like, they're probably... They won the weekend, in my opinion. Like, they're, they're going to only get bigger in Australia on the back of that, I think. Absolutely. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, I had people standing around in the Bring Me a Horizon pit that looked like they were, you know, 50 years old and from Seymour or something. Just these, like, old sort of bogan dudes. Like, oh, you see that... Electric Callboy band, they're all right. Like, <laughs> fucking yeah. Everyone was getting around them. <laughs> yeah. Not bad. Yeah, hopefully they play at the RSL when they come around and shepherd it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Regional tour, let's go. <laughs> <sighs> this has been fun, fellas. Yeah, really good. Good weekend. Awesome weekend. Yeah. Glad I could pop in for the wrap up. All right. Thanks for coming back. Yeah, we'll have to come. Happy. We'll get you back next year and we'll go through a proper band. First repeat guest. I know. How about it? I'm going to get a shirt made up. <laughs> two in one week. <laughs> two, oh, two in two weeks. <laughs> Fuck, I'm so stupid. It's been a pleasure, Webby, and I absolutely loved doing good things with you guys, and that's why I'm going to head to Sydney. And next year, mark my words, you're crowd surfing. We're getting you up there. We'll just put in the first song. Oh, I'm down. We'll put you in the first song so you can get back to the pit. It'll be, it'll be your <laughs> yeah. favorite. <laughs> I'm going to get on the record right now and say if Neck Deep play Good Things 2023 and I'm already shredding for Furnace Fest, getting pit fit for <laughs> Furnace Fest, I will also crowd surf. It's going to happen. Yeah. So it's the message for me to get fit. It's the message <laughs> for everyone else listening. You all need to hit the gym. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get fit. It's their problem, not yeah, yours. Yeah, it's not my problem. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, thanks for everyone. If you made it this far, check us out on the socials at press.con.pod. Uh, we love your feedback. Tell us all your stories from uh, from good things, good, bad, the ugly. Tell us your favorite band. Tell us how wrong we are. And uh, we'll catch you soon. Catch you next week. Let's catch go. You next week. Bye. Bye. See ya. Thanks, boys. Let's go. Cool. That was good.